guys. Welcome to the Love and Cookies podcast. My name is Nick, and I'm sharing my story and encouraging you to live yours. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to part two of our conversation about fear. I've got Derek back here with me. Hello again. And we're going to continue this conversation. We had lots of fun. We still have our sound effects. That's what you guys are doing right now, I know. (laughs) All right. It's really funny here. We'll just ride this one out. I like that one at the end. It's like <laughs> it just it just keeps going. Like it's the one person you're like, hey, the joke ended a long time ago. Why are you you, you shouldn't be laughing that long? All right, so we're back. We're going to continue the conversation about fear. And last week we were talking about fear and how when we have fear in our life, we have to admit that it's real because it will hold us back from the things that God has for us. So, Nick, why do you think people have a hard time admitting that fear is real? Oh, well. I think number one, at least for me, when I have to admit that the fear is real, I'm also admitting, you know, I'm not trusting God. I'm not probably where I should be. I'm, you know, I'm kind of lacking and it's, it almost like a prideful thing for me sometimes of like, no, I'm not afraid. Like, what are you trying to say? I'm afraid. I think a lot of times it's easier to try to ignore the problems in our lives. And so even, even if inside we know like, Oh, Hey, I'm afraid. Like if we try to act like we're not, then, you know, maybe it'll just go away. Yeah. I totally get that. I think for me, it just kind of makes me feel, um, like inadequate, I guess, Mm -hmm. or like, it's like an insecurity or I don't know, like something's wrong with me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, uh, other people might be like, what? I don't deal with that. You're weird. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So what was it like for you? Uh, Cause last week you talked about how you used to have a lot of fear and anxiety in your life. What was that like? Well, I think it can be overwhelming at times. I mean, it definitely comes and goes. Yeah. There's a lot of that kind of what we talked about last time about trying to get it to go away or like the heavy breathing and things like that, which, <laughs> yeah. which to be fair, I mean, I do get that there is probably part of that. You need to take a step back and like right. focus. Right. <laughs> But where you focus your energy after that is very much important because you're, you are going to be held back. And it, man, just thinking back to my childhood when I dealt with depression and anxiety and fear so much, like I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't, I didn't feel safe anywhere except Mm -hmm. like church and home. And I would have panic attacks. And like, there was this one point I was on medication, uh, which I'm not here to say medication is bad because I think it's very helpful for people. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was this kind of, I couldn't be fully myself. And even when I was living (laughs) like that, like it was like I was watching my life happen. Right. Uh, and not taking part in being active myself. Yeah. And I think, you know, you know, there's, there's more, but you can't get yourself to go there. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, and so this week I want to talk about what can we do about that? Like clearly, you know, like we talked about last week, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, so we shouldn't have it. But what do we do? So I think uh, one of the first things that happened to me, you know, I grew up in church my whole life, basically. Mm. And uh, I knew that God was peace. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
And, I, you know, I cried out to God, like, God, I need you. And then uh, I was in college and I went to this event and the speaker was talking about the pain Jesus went through for me on the cross. And that night, like, is when I accepted Jesus. And I remember sitting down and being mm-hmm. like, I don't feel any different. Because I had this fear, like I'd kind of yeah. done done it on my own to try to push it back. and But it was still there in the back of my mind. And But I sat down and I was like, I don't feel any different. God. Right. And all of a sudden, like, God totally transformed my life. I'm like bawling my <laughs> eyes out. And I had this peace that I could not explain. Mm-hmm. And like, that's in the Bible, right? Like, God gives us a peace that the world cannot give. Yeah. And man, I don't know how to explain it other than I felt like so light, lighter than a feather. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I think just getting close to God and just really talking to him, be honest with him. Cause I was like, God, I don't feel any different. Right. Like I know you're real. I know you have peace, but I don't feel any different. And that's one step. Yeah. And I think, like you said, those things can really weigh us down. And so it, it just causes us to drag just in every area of our life. Like it, like you said, it, we might be afraid of one thing, but it is going to impact everything else. And I know for me, uh, kind of a definition for fear that I've given myself is that fear is the opposite of faith. Um, cause if God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind, then faith in God and fear can't operate at the same time. Yeah. We can't be having complete trust in God yet being completely terrified at the same time. And so I think for me, just realizing like, if I am afraid that I, I have to go to God and I have to fear like, what, what am I not trusting in him? What, what am I not giving over to him? What is, what am I not putting my faith in? Uh, and it, that's a starting point. But I think there are also some just practical things <laughs> that we can do. Um, like go to the scripture, like you talked about. Yeah. Um, I've got this, the, there's like this, um, note I have on my phone that has a bunch of verses that just deal with fear and anxiety. And, um, if I know I'm going to be in a situation that is going to create some fear and anxiety, (laughs) like maybe I'm getting ready to go on a mission trip or to a place I've never been or something like that, then, um, I'll begin to read those um, daily, sometimes more than that, especially if I'm feeling anxious, like I'll read them three times a day or something. Um, but that's really to get God's word in my heart. But, one of the things I think is uh, another thing that people can do is actually just do what the scripture says. Because yeah. <laughs> I think it's easy for us to say, yeah, memorize some scriptures. Right. Um, but when we start doing what it says, that's when God can really enter our mind and our heart and really change yeah. what we believe and feel. For example, there's this verse in the Bible that says, be anxious for nothing. First of all, wow. Okay. <laughs> nothing. How? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, but in everything by prayer and supplication, which just means like a lot, uh, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So I think you break that down. Okay. Be anxious for nothing, but pray a lot Mm -hmm. and thank God. So, okay. So go, I'm going to thank God. I'm going to thank you a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, I'm going to say, God, you know, I'm really dealing with this and I need your help. Here's the situation that's going on. I pray for your peace. Um, and then when we do that, we actually release it to God. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't hold on to it and keep thinking about it over and over again and mulling it over. Right. Uh, 
that's when the peace that's past all understanding guards our hearts and our minds. Um, and that, that can apply to a lot of different scriptures, but doing what it says right. activates yeah. what God can do. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny that you should mention prayer because uh, last fall, so we were in Norway. Derek was on the trip where we went to Norway and Sweden. And uh, I think I've mentioned on the podcast how I was one of the drivers in the foreign country driving a manual transmission when I've never really done that before in my life. And uh, Derek can attest to this. I was like irrationally anxious and just afraid of it, of where like I like seriously dreaded every time we walked to the car, whether the keys were going to get tossed to me and I was going to have to drive. Like we're in a foreign country. The traffic rules were weird in certain places. Like we came to an intersection that had no stoplight or stop sign at all. (laughs) And like, we were just like, what do we do? (laughs) Like, and you know, we're from America. So if you don't have a stoplight, you don't have a stop sign. Like you're blowing through that intersection. And so we go through it and almost get sideswiped by this guy and he's honking his horn and probably sticking up some fingers and saying some words to us. And we're like, what in the world? Like (laughs) what happened? And so we eventually figured out that when you get to an intersection like that, the person to the right has the right of way. And so, you know, you're supposed to slow down, make sure no one's coming, yield to those people. Uh, but we didn't know that at first. And so all these things are going through my mind of like, I'm in a foreign country, never driven a manual transmission, weird rules, don't know where I'm going, all this stuff. And the fear just was overwhelming me. I've totally not seen you like that before. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm, and it's, it's honestly, it's embarrassing after the fact, you know, I'm like, what, what was I doing? Like, that was so stupid. That was so irrational. But finally we were driving back and we had like a, eight hour drive from Stockholm, Sweden, back to Oslo, Norway to get back to the airport. And Sean's like, all right, you're driving. And so I knew there's not much I could do about it. I have to drive. I'm going and you know, we're, we're driving through the night. And finally I was like, you know what? This is stupid, Nick. Like you're doing it. You're doing okay. But like that fear was still trying to creep in. And so I just started praying and just started praying and praying and praying. And at first it was more of a, like a, like God, like (laughs) I know I'm being an idiot and, but like, I'm scared right now and I need you. And that's, you know, that's, that's basically where I started. I was like, I'm, I'm afraid right now, God, I just, I need you and I need you to just take this away, take it away. And, you know, just, I kept praying and I kept praying, I kept praying and Derek was talking to me and he was, you know, encouraging me like, you're doing a good job. And I want to be like, shut up. Like, (laughs) I know I'm being irrational. Like, but, um, you know, eventually at some point during that eight hour drive, like I, I was set free from it. It wasn't an issue anymore. I was like, okay, I got this. I'm doing it. Let's go. And so that is the really cool thing. I think that we have to realize is because I, there's probably someone out there that feels like you don't know, like there's no way I can be set free from this. Um, did you ever feel like that when you dealt with it? Totally. Yeah. And so but here's what, here's what the Bible says in Psalm 34, verse 4. It says, I prayed to the Lord, and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. And that is so cool to think about, that it doesn't matter how much we deal with it, how big it is, uh, no matter how we feel, that, that's just a lie of the enemy to say you can't be set free from this. The Bible says that God can free us from all of our fears. And so... You know, that praying, I think that is a, a crucial part of it. Um, but you got to be honest. You can't just act like you're not afraid in it. <laughs> right, you know? totally. Um, but 
But there was that other verse I wanted to talk about. You had mentioned it was in Second uh, Corinthians. Yeah, in Second Corinthians ten five, the Bible says we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. So I think, you know, I used to pray that God would take fear away completely. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it would never happen again. And I, <laughs> right. I've learned that that isn't the case. Right. <laughs> like fear will come. There will be things that come just like other things in our life. Yeah. But when we have that thought, if we recognize that we are afraid, right. <laughs> and then, you know, we bring these verses, we can say, you know what, God, that's not what your word says. Mm-hmm. Your word says this, because I've been reading this. I, I know it is in my heart. Um, so I'm taking this thought captive and I'm not going to let it influence me mm-hmm. and I'm going to move on. And I think that goes back to, you know, doing what it says. Yeah. You have to actually uh, move on. <laughs> right. And not, because I would sit and stew on yes. it, right? You're like, and that's what you were doing right. in the car, yeah. right? You're like, I don't want to drive. <laughs> I was doing it in the car. I was doing it in the hotel room. I was doing it at the restaurant. Like, yeah, I, it was, I was, I was exactly stewing on it. Like yeah. it was just in my mind and it was staying in my mind. Right. Yeah. And the Bible also says, you know, cast your cares on me because I care for you. Like that's not actually casting. It's like, it's right. like a boomerang. You're casting, it's coming back. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we got to really give it over to God and take those thoughts captive. Yeah. And last week we were talking about the story of David and Goliath and how the Israelites were letting fear hold them back. And, you know, but then David comes in and he's got a different response. And, you know, he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, let's go, let's go kill him. Like, come on, who's going to fight? And they're like, eh, no, we're not. We're, no. And he's like, fine, I'll do it. So Nick, go back and read what David said right before he went out. All right. So he's talking to Saul and Saul's like, are you sure you want to do this? Like that dude's big, blah, blah, blah. And David says, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hands of this Philistine. It's pretty awesome because I think one key to doing all of this with, with wanting peace and fighting fear is remembering what God has done yeah. in the past. Yes. And the successes and how God has helped us. Like David's like, he helped me from the lion and the bear. And right. it builds up our faith to know that God is going to deliver us. Right. And, you know, I, like, especially now, like, this is a silly example, but if I ever have to drive a manual transmission again, I'm going to be like, no, like, remember what happened in Norway and Sweden? Like, you're good, dude. Like, you don't ha- like, and that's a stupid example but like in my life, it was real. And so, yes, remembering how God has, you know, freed us from that fear in the past can absolutely make it easier to deal with when it comes up in the future. <laughs> it's just so cool to see what happens when we walk in that freedom, when we trust in God, when we're not afraid. You know, David didn't let that fear hold him back. He goes out there and he just says, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. And he just goes out there and slays Goliath. And in the end, he was successful in the things that God called him to do. You know, he went and did that. He becomes king, all, like all these things, because he didn't let that fear creep into his life. He, you know, there was probably so many other soldiers in that army that could have killed Goliath if they would have just went out there and trusted in God. But none of them did. And so I think when we can take those thoughts captive, when we can get rid of them, when we can trust in God, like there's so much that God can do. 
so now that you've come to a place where you know you realize, okay, I, well, I give into fear, but I'm going to take this thought captive. I'm going to cast it out. What difference have you seen in your life? How has that impacted you? So I think, first of all, it makes me realize that I can actually get to God's peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it makes me realize that I know that it makes me understand that I need to be in relationship with God and have yeah. a close relationship with him. Right. So that um, I'm not having the other thoughts <laughs> in my mind yeah. all the time. Uh, but as far as how it makes me feel, um, I feel like I actually am living my life, you know, like I yeah. mentioned before that it kind of was like I was living through someone else's life. Right. Um, so I can actually have my life and have it abundantly like God wants me to have. Right. It's interesting, you know, when we when we put our faith in him, when we don't give in to the fear, you know, in Hebrews 11, he says, how much more do I need to say? It would take way too long to recount the stories of faith of Gideon and Barak and Samson and David, Samuel and all the prophets. It says, by faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice and received all God had promised them. And like, that's just such a cool thought that, like like you said, we we can get there. Like we can have it, like we can do all the things that God has for us, but we can't do it at the same time if we're given into that fear. And so I think it's super important to just, you know, know God can free us of it. If we're in that fearful place, like there's so many verses, like the Lord is with me, so I have no fear, but when I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust in the Lord to care for them. Fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting in the Lord means safety. Do not be afraid for I am with you. You know, there's verse after verse after verse in the Bible where God's like, I got you. You (laughs) don't have to be afraid. I can free you of it. And man, like what I have for you is so awesome. So if that's you today and you're dealing with fear, man, we just want to encourage you to take those thoughts captive, throw them out, memorize some scripture and Know that you can be set free. You don't have to live with it. God will set you free. And God will do amazing things through you. And he has so much for you. So don't let that fear hold you back any longer. Thank you guys for listening to the Love and Cookies podcast. You know, there's not much better than a fresh baked cookie. So go ahead and subscribe so that you can get new episodes straight out of the oven. And don't be selfish. Share them with your friends. Again, thanks for listening. Until next time.